Handset walking is fun, handset walking is cool, and handset walking is pretty easy. Yet, just like with anything, you will have to train for it. You might even have to suffer a bit for it, but just picture yourself at the gym or the park at your next yearly handstand walking competition. You pop up into a perfect handstand, you walk ahead of everybody, you cross the finish line and gracefully you come down. Trust me, your hard work will pay off. And I promise you, if you stay consistent, you will absolutely get there and you will absolutely crush all of your handstand walks. My name is Sascha Bachmann and I have been performing, training and coaching handstands, flexibility and calisthenics all around the world for my entire life. If you're serious about handstand walks, make sure you check out the link in the show notes and sign up for my free one-week handstand walking intensive starting next Monday. There, we're going to focus on building strength, coordination, and the balanceability needed for you to walk across the room. I'm going to send you daily workouts that are customized towards your specific level with warm-ups, injury protection work, handstand technique work, walking technique work, and of course, conditioning drills. Don't snooze on that. It's free and we're starting next Monday. The first thing that you're going to have to know about handstand walking is that walking is actually significantly easier than standing. To stand and balance a static handstand, you have to always be in full control. When we're walking, it's not like this. Your feet tip, you allow yourself to slightly fall over and you move your hands to get back underneath your feet to get back in line. It's kind of like a b-boy. I don't know if you've watched many b-boy competitions, but lots of breakdancers are really good at jumping on one hand. I have not met one of them yet who is also able to statically stand on one hand to actually control this position. Instead, what they do is they're on one hand, they realize they're falling towards the right, they do a little pop and move their hand back underneath their body. Then they fall towards the left, they pop towards the left, and so on and so forth. Your handset walking is going to be exactly the same. You fall over a tiny little bit, you move your hands, you get your hands back underneath your hips. Key here really is that the feet only tip slightly. If you allow your feet to tip too far, you're going to be forced to take huge steps. You're basically running after your balance. Now, I know what you're thinking. You are saying, if I take big steps and I run, I will make it to the finish line before I lose control and I fall. No, this might work if you have to take five steps or probably even just three steps. But big picture, that's not sustainable. It's not going to help you improve and it's not going to be consistent ever. So instead, make sure you only tip very lightly and focus on tiny, tiny steps where after every single step, you're back in full control. Trust me, you're going to look so much cooler. It is essential that your body stays tight when working handstand walks. Now, yes, of course, we need the body to swing slightly towards the right and the left in order to get the weight off the stepping hand onto the supporting hand so the stepping hand becomes weightless and we can actually move it towards the front. But we need this weight shift to be pretty small. If you shift a lot, you also have to shift back a lot and you're not going to be able. We're not trying to do one-arm handstands here. We're trying to take quick and dynamic little steps where the weight stays quite a lot in the middle. Keep your body tight. If your legs swing out far to the side, you lose time, you lose way more energy, and you're absolutely going to lose control. Last but not least, do not allow yourself to slip into the banana. We know it from a static handstand. When you sink into your shoulders, they close, your back arches, and you end up in this famous banana position, your handstand is not controlled, it is inefficient, and it's absolutely exhausting. When we're walking, we have all of this, but times five or even 10. So if you do catch yourself in your banana, you might be able to take two more steps if you're that close to the finish line. But big picture, either come down, take a moment and reset in a straight, well-aligned and tall position, or if you're able, stop your walk, fix your position, then move on. 
those two seconds that you're going to invest into fixing your position, you will regain because you're going to be walking much faster and much more controlled. Plus, these next couple steps where you're well aligned are going to take so much less energy out of your body. Learning to handstand walk is pretty simple and I think it's quite a lot of fun because besides building handstand's ability, handstand balance and full body coordination, at the same time you're going to be building core strength, arm strength and everything around it. It's a quite versatile training for a very specific and very direct goal that you can work towards to and that is achievable for anybody. If you want to make your training as efficient as possible, make sure you follow the link in the show notes and sign up for my one week free handstand walking intensive starting next Monday where you're going to get precise daily workouts that are customized towards your current level. The main thing working on when working towards your handstand walks are going to be elbow taps. Now you start these in a push-up position where they're obviously the easiest. The idea is to keep body movement as minimal as possible and to simply tap at one elbow at a time, right, left, right, left, right, left. Now these taps should be isolated into the arm and they should be quite dynamic. You don't want to be slow because when you're walking on your hands, you're not going to be spending a lot of time standing on one hand. You want to spend as much time as possible on two hands moving forward and the movement of the hand is quick and dynamic to just serve its purpose and not to be a beautiful one-arm handstand. Once you're getting good at doing the elbow taps in the push-up position, we move to the wall or to a box, to a chair, to a table, whatever you find, we're going to do elbow taps in an L handstand position. Still pretty simple and exactly the same concept. Keep your body tight, push out tall from your shoulders, look at your hands, make the taps dynamic and quick. The last progression of this one is a little bit more difficult. You're going to do an L handstand with one leg up on top aligned perfectly on top of your hands, shoulders and hips. Now this one is obviously quite a bit more difficult because you have to now stabilize the leg on top. This is a very good way of mimicking how the walks will actually feel and to really prepare you for the actual handstand walk. When you do these, film these from the back to see if your top leg is staying quite stable or if it's swinging left and front like sea tongue in the ocean. Whilst you're working on these taps for strength and coordination, we're also going to be working on our handstand. You need to start with your chest to wall handstand. Come as close as possible towards the wall. Only allow your feet to touch the wall. Look at your hands. Push out tall. Simple chest to wall handstand. We all know how to do it. From here, we need to work on slideaways or any kind of wall takeoffs. Slideaways are going to be a little bit more difficult, but they're going to give you the biggest benefit because they really simulate the way that you're going to be standing in your handstand walks. Once you get comfortable taking your feet off the wall, closer to the wall, you want to do a slide away or wall takeoff and two steps. Try to make these steps as small as possible and try to hold your handstand after these two steps. If you manage to do this step well, you're super ready to then move into the open space, jump up. I would prefer to tuck up. Try to hold your handstand for a moment. Try to first gain control of your handstand. Then take two little steps, try to hold again and come down. Don't try to outrun your balance. You're always going to be relying on luck you're not going to be improving and it's not going to be stable. Instead, try to hold your handstand before and after the steps and really take it two steps at a time. If you can do two steps and hold, doing three, four, five, 20, 50 steps is only a matter of very slight practice. Once you're able to walk and you've won your first handstand walking competition, you're probably going to be looking at what's next because we all know the sky's the limit or, well, the sky's not even the limit. We always want more. So what are handstand walking variations that you can do? An obvious one is walking backwards. It's exactly the same concept, just a little bit more difficult. If you allow your feet to tip towards the back, walking forward, your weight travels towards the backside of your body. Your weight travels into your fingertips. That's where you want to have your weight anyways to have control. When you take these two little steps to get your hands back underneath your feet, your weight is in the fingertips and you're actually able to take control. Now, if you're walking backwards, your weight is in the back of your hands. You don't have fingers on this side. That's like doing a standing bubble overhead press where you put your weight just a little bit too far back. You're forced to take a step backwards or you're just going to fall on your bum. It's exactly the same thing when you're walking backwards on your hands. If you allow your feet to tip just a tiny little bit too far, 
and your steps are not big enough, you will fall out. When walking backwards, the key really is to tip the feet the tiniest little bit possible, so much that it's almost not visible to the outside eye. Other obvious progressions are walking sideways, exactly the same principle, a little bit harder on one side of the body, and I would definitely recommend for you to train both sides. And then, of course, you can spin in a spot like a gymnast. Similar concept as when walking forwards or sideways or backwards. It's a matter of training, a matter of understanding how and where you place your hands. Play around with it, figure it out. Just stick to taking small and controlled steps. The last variation that I find is quite interesting is handstand walking on stairs. Now, first of all, you only want to try this if you're very advanced. You want to be able to hold your handstand really well. Your walks need to be super controlled. And you're probably even going to want to be able to do some kind of handstand push-up. Walking up the stairs is extremely difficult and depending on how big the stairs are, almost impossible. Walking down the stairs is achievable, but you need to be careful. Start on the very bottom stair and take one step off the stair. Start with that. If you can get a crash mat, you might fall. Falling on stairs if you're on your feet is already uncomfortable. Falling on stairs when you're on your hands is fatal. You don't want to do this. Once you're able to take this last step and you've practiced this at least 20 times over the course of an entire week, take two steps, then take three steps. Build your way up very slowly. Try to tip as little as possible and try to walk down these stairs as slow as possible. As soon as you lose control and you feel yourself running down the stairs, you are in trouble. Handstand walking is simple. Handstand walking is fun and handstand walking has lots of benefits. You're going to improve your balance. You're going to improve your overall coordination. You're going to improve your shoulder and arm strength significantly. And you're going to be the coolest one in the gym. So nothing speaks against you working on your handstand walks, especially because you can follow the link in the show notes and sign up for my free one-week handstand walking intensive. You're going to get daily workouts customized towards your specific level. We're going to do warm-ups, injury prevention work, technique work, conditioning work. We're going to do everything. Don't snooze on that. We are starting next Monday. It's free. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you at the gym.